Ladies and gentlemen, it's another Monday, so you know what that means. It's all new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your man. You know me. I'll be controversial. I say a lot of shit that people don't agree with and don't like. And after tonight, y'all probably not going to like me anyway. But it's me, the candy man, the ALFRE to the D. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, the one and only, the only one, the Rev Bob MC. And uh, it's just us two on this episode. Uh, shout outs to our guy, T.O., uh, and uh, and I got a QG, but they couldn't make it on the show today, so uh, it's just me and Rev, and we decided we're gonna do something a little a little fun. This might be what we like to call a hater episode. People might say we hating on this and on that, because uh, I don't think we talking about nothing positive today. But topic of today's episode is uh, unpopular opinions, unpopular rap opinions. So we about to talk about some stuff that uh, you the people may think that we crazy. Or you may think that we some haters or we don't know what we're talking about. But pretty much, we just going to state and discuss our opinions on things that, you know, are just unpopular opinions. So, uh, Rev, you could kick things off. Uh, unpopular opinion number one. All right. Um, one thing I know a lot of people do like, and it's well-respected, and some could even say that, like, it helped... Uh, usher in hip-hop to a hard uh, mainstream platform. I'm really not a big fan of West Coast gangster rap. Mm. Not a fan of it. It's, I, I like Snoop. I like Dre. But everybody else, it's just it just doesn't hit for me. I don't identify with that culture. I know QG is like the total opposite. He loves the West Coast, and he spoke about it on episodes before where, you know, people have... Uh, mistaken him for being from the west coast being like his swag and like you know the way uh he carries himself and the music he listens to and i love qg you know nothing against him or anything like that but uh everybody else in the west coast like gangster rap scene is just it, they just don't do it for me other than dre and snoop it's just so, i don't know if it's yeah go ahead so hold on so so no dog pound no ice cube no 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 mac 10 none of them see, see dog pounds cool you know, because I consider them like like Snoop Dogg because they are all on that album, Dr. Dre. Like, anybody who was there for them sessions, like, I, I, I enjoyed that, you know. Um, <clears throat> early Ice Cube, <clears throat> not a fan of. Later Ice Cube, yeah. He diversified himself. He uh, kind of Define later Ice Cube so that the people can know exactly what you're talking about. Like, are you talking about solo Ice Cube? You're talking about, yeah, you know, solo. Hollywood actor Ice Cube? Solo Ice Cube. Solo Ice Cube, um, I'd say in, like, the mid to late 90s. I know okay. early Ice Cube was very venomous, and he, he definitely is a good lyricist, but it, it's not just more so him. It's just more so everybody else in that category that nobody really speaks of. I know uh, there's a, a Cam with a K from the West Coast, not a big fan yeah, that's of him. Yeah, that's Ice Cube's cousin. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him. I don't, you know... Um, yeah, anyone else other than Dog Pound, I just don't really have an ear for. Like, if you play me something from there, like Mac Ten, he he's cool. It's just it's just not my style, not my swag, you know. I get you. Yeah, Dub C too. Like, it's just a lot, a lot of you know, gang affiliation, drop ins, and all that. And I respect it and everything, but it's just not my style. It's not what what I came up around. We don't do that in New York. 
Okay. And you know there's a lot of there's a lot of West Coast so there's a lot of West Coast gangster artists and albums that, you know, they're landmark hip hop albums. And I know we had the uh we had the Tupac and Biggie episode where you and I were on the same side uh mm-hmm. when we were talking about uh we were talking about Tupac. Um how you feel? So so you're cool with Pac, I'm assuming. Yeah, and it's funny, my wife just asked me too when I told her what the episode was about, and she's like, What about Tupac? You know, Tupac started on the East, and I wouldn't say he makes West Coast gangster music either. He wasn't really classified into that. I know there's so many other artists that I'm forgetting, like lesser name artists. Well, you, and, yeah. Well, well, well to, play devil, to play devil's advocate, though, I mean, All Eyes on Me is through and through a, a West Coast album, and so is Machiavelli. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually not a big fan of the Machiavelli album. It's not no? one of my favorites. No, I don't, I'm not. To me, it was a. Uh, my least favorite one out of all of them. Oh my goodness, you you know we we uh, we we can't have no uh we might get killed if we go to California. We already banned in Harlem. <laughs> QG. We might get so so. You're not a you're not an E42 short guy either, are you? You you don't show nah. Bay Area no love. No, nah, no, nah, it's not for me. You won't catch that in my playlist. Damn, if we uh we ever get any of them Cali art, well we had if we ever get any of them Cali artists on the show one day. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work. That's like getting a Harlem rapper on the show for QG. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, don't get it mistaken. You know, I like West Coast music and stuff. It's just the gangster rap. It's just, you know, I mean, I'm not Dion Warwick here or anything like that, but it's just not my style. It's not my so, flow. So let me ask you, what specifically do you not like about it? Is it the sound? Is it the, the lyrics? Is it the, like, what exactly is it? Because you know, a lot of that West Coast gangster rap is P-Funk, G-Funk. Yeah, like that stuff. The P-Funk, the G-Funk is like George Clinton. It's, I can tolerate it for a little bit, but after a while, it's it just becomes redundant to me. Oh, that, that's that's an interesting, that's a that's a very interesting take. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, everybody to each their own. All right, I guess, I guess I'll state my, my first one. Uh. I find, and I, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but I find maybe about 85 to 90% of conscious rap boring. Hmm, okay. So here's my thing. and I, I've said this on this show uh, a numerous amount of times throughout the course of so many episodes, but, like, for example, the whole Brenda's got a baby thing. That's To me, that's, that's boring, you know? Like, I got to be in a certain mood to... I gotta be in certain moods to listen to certain things. So, like for example, KRS-One is a conscious rapper. I love yeah. KRS-One, but with the exception of Criminal Minded, which is Boogie Down Productions' first album, but you know that's typ- that technically is a gangster album. I mean, they said it themselves. Uh, they made that album gangster on purpose in, in efforts to get a record deal because the plan always was to to uh, start that way and then hit them with conscious music after they got the record deal, which is what they did. But I don't know. I feel like I got to be in a certain mood to want to be educated. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, in a, if I'm in a happy go lucky mood, I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about, you know, social causes and people being hungry and, you know, stop the violence in our neighborhood. I mean, I, I agree with the message, but you know, the, the whole stop the violence in the neighborhood, like, no, I, when I listen to music, especially like if I'm driving somewhere and I'm in a good mood or I'm, I'm on my way to hang out with the homies or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Going to a sporting event. I, I want to be pumped. I want to have a good time. I don't want to 
I don't I don't want to be preached to. I don't want to be educated. Like there, I feel like there is a time and a place for everything. Granted, do, is, do all I listen to is gangster rap? No, and especially my upbringing and where I come from, gangster rap dominated. Especially in the era that you know. I mean, I know you and QG and, and To are all older than me, but you know, I, I'm a, I'm a '90s kid, and most and the '90s, what what type of rap was popular in the '90s? Gangster rap. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't enjoy the Commons and the and the Lupe fiascos of the world because I do, but right. it, it, I'll put it to you this way: You're not gonna wake up. You're not gonna wake up in the morning, and you're not gonna wake up in the morning and and eat KFC for breakfast at nine o'clock in the morning, right? Like it's a time right. and a place and a, and a mood for everything. So the way that I feel, you know, like I got to be in a certain mindset to want to hear that. Like you'll never like like you you rode in the car with me before going places. How yeah. many times? How many times have, have have I put my phone on shuffle and I'll just skip eighteen songs straight before I land on one that <laughs> that I, that, I, that I'm in the mood to listen to? I got to be in the mood to listen to something like that. So I mean I know and I know you know people are gonna look at me crazy. But nah, conscious rap, like I'll go to gangster rap, I'll go to backpack rap. Um Yeah, but I'll even go to political rap before I go to con and I know political and conscious go hand in hand, but I don't consider public enemy or NWA like, you know, conscious rap in my opinion. But I'll I'll go to any of that before I before I go I go to conscious rap. I gotta be in a certain mood to wanna hear socio economical or political messages, you know? <laughs> I mean, gotcha. I, I know, I know, I might, I, I know, I know, I might get labeled ignorant for that, but you know, or or sometimes I might even want to listen to rap. You know, I want to listen to a club banger, a club song. But like, if I'm taking a road trip, bro, or you know, like depending on where we going, I'm not gonna like if, if you if you tell me that uh, somebody's really about to bump Brenda's got a baby on the way to the party through the speaker system with the windows down and the trunk rattling and Kudos to you. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, sir. Your uh, your your second opinion. Let's see. I got a little list here. Um, uh oh. Little Wayne, not a fan. No. Nope. Not at all. This there's some songs that you know. I mean, the guy has like, I would say thousands and thousands of songs so of course you know, there'll be a couple you, you, that you I know like. you know that you, you you know you know my family in new orleans listens to this show right <laughs> shout out to them get up on some currency man you know what i'm saying little way it is like new orleans rap jesus you can't say nothing bad about that man Nah, man you know and, and i'm not the only one with this opinion man. you know like yeah, i know you qgto y'all all share that sentiment about wayne but 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 why do you so so you're saying he's overrated? Yes. Do you but, think he's all right? So even because you know somebody can be good and still be overrated. Yes. Do you at least think he's good? He's good at what he does. He's not bad. I mean, you know, the, what he did was phenomenal with the mixtapes and you know that takeover, and he was everywhere. It, it was his time. You know, I can't take that away from him. He's another one though. He's just not my style. Like. You know, he came out and then, you know, we spoke on a forum about we spoke before on episodes like with the voices and, you know, like how Kendrick does. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of people playing around on records with voices and, and doing robot stuff. And, you know, like some of the bars he says and how he says it. And, you know, I don't, I don't really like all that. Like, I just I don't know. He's not 
he's not a bad like rapper, but I just don't look at him as like like an MC for real, as like a lyricist. And I know he has all these quotables, all these like yeah, pe- people, people, people quote that lasagna line all the time, bro. And I thought that was just it, it was it's an overrated line. Like I get it, really? but it just to me it ain't it didn't take the most brain work. You know, a battle rapper could have came up. I with find that. that line to be so clever. <laughs> yeah, gangsta G's moving silence like lasagna. Yeah, I mean, he could he could have said twenty. <laughs> But he's not, listen, he's not bad. I just, his whole display too, like when he, you know, like he ushered in like the whole tight pants and tattoos That's and piercings about on his Wayne, face. I, I don't. He, he made tight jeans in 2005, 6, 7, and 8 acceptable. Yeah, and it's prominent today. And, you know, I, I understand growing up, you know, like you can't wear like the big umbrella pants. Even LeBron changed, you know, he used to wear them pants too. And I get it. But he, you know, the sagging, like I was saying, the tattoos and the the piercings on the face and uh, the ugly dreads, and I, I don't think that's cool. That's what I don't like about him either. His whole like that, you know, he doesn't have to do that. He could have just stayed himself and and still been iconic. You know what I'm saying? One could argue, oh, he's being himself. I mean, I just look at it like you're trying to get an attention. You're dressing like a weirdo to get an attention to get attention, and he doesn't have to do that. And you know what the funny thing is? He had attention before he transformed into what we know him to be as now. Yeah, and I was going to say, he was a good um, rapper before he did all the robot sounds, too. I didn't think he was bad when he was with um, the the Hot Boys, when he was younger. He just had a young voice, that's it. But he wasn't bad. His verses were good. He was way better than Turk. You know, I I think he actually uh, was better than Juvenile. Don't don't, don't do that to Turk, man. (laughs) He was. Turk, Turk, Turk was... Turk just suffered from being the fourth man in the group. But don't, don't, don't do that to Turk, bro. No, come on, man. We got four I, guys in our group, and we're all individuals. Yeah, but, Turk. bro, when you look at the rap groups, bro, every rap group has every group has a weak member, bro. Like, <laughs> for, for, for NWA, it was MC Ren. God, God forgive me for, for the heat I'm about to get. But it was MC Ren for NWA. I don't really know the Bone Thugs by name, but one of them got <laughs> One of them gotta be the weak one. Oh, um, <laughs> like, like it was it was DJ Paul for Three Six Mafia. Like, it, bro, every every rap group got a weak link. I'm, I, I I would go on a record and try to name somebody from Wu Tang, but you might kill me. Yeah, but, there's uh, no weak group guy in Wu Tang. But now I'm not saying weak, but like every group has the one guy that you know he'll never be in the forefront of the group ever, no matter what happens. Yeah, it's di- but there's a difference from being like the weak guy and the overlooked person. You know what I mean? Like, Wu-Tang, um, his 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 album that they put out toward the end of the golden era of Cash Money, as I as um as I call it, Young and Thuggin is not bad. Granted, it it uh didn't have it, the features one would expect because the rest of the Hot Boys left. But uh-huh. uh, Turk Turk just he was, he was the quiet one, man. He he couldn't get the limelight. Yeah. Wasn't a marketable guy, but Wayne, no. Yeah, I know you said you was planning a trip to New Orleans at some point. Don't don't go out there and say that. They'll, <laughs> they'll know you from out of town. You if you think I can't walk through uh, Queensbridge, yeah, man, you can't walk through the Seventeenth if you if you go go around and talk about talk about Weezy is uh, Weezy is overrated. They'll, they'll look at you like you like you're a foreigner, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do they dress like him? 
No, he, he he got that shit from Miami, bro. Okay, because I'll be looking at them like they foreigners if they dress like that. No, 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 no. They don't dress like that down there. But um, you know what? And, and it's funny because depending on who you talk to, some people think that some people think that Wayne is is the goat or close to goat status, and then other people say he's overrated. But uh, no, I I don't have an issue with Wayne. Um, I do draw the line after the Carter three. Actually, no, wrong. I draw the line after uh, I am not a human being. But you know, everybody. Yeah, I think- my bad. I think he got too like divulged in that rock star persona too. He didn't have to do that. He should have just stayed being a rapper. I'm gonna agree with you. That Rebirth album is one of the most trash albums I've ever heard. Like, I don't understand what went through his head to make him think that he could release a rock album. That's like Lil Wayne with the rock album is is the equivalent to Michael Jordan when he went to go play baseball. Uh-huh. In my opinion. Like I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't. And then and him, the other thing that, that I could agree with you on, like, yo, he was taking, he was doing photo shoots with the electric guitar and all that. Like, yo, this is not, you dude, you wasn't even playing the guitar. What are you holding the guitar for? Yeah, word. But no, nah, I, I, I get you. Um, my next opinion, you may not like, but, uh, and we covered this on a previous episode when we uh we talked about New York hip hop, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it again. I, I feel like New York is the hip hop hater capital of the world. Okay. And I and I say that because, well, now in the era of social media, YouTube, and stuff, you know, it's it's you know music is more accessible. But in the eighties and the nineties, back when. The only way to hear stuff that wasn't from New York is if the radio had to play it or you had to go to the record store and go buy it. But historically, New York, you know, prior to I would say prior to there being any because I don't. This is also going to rub some people the wrong way, but I don't think they're outside of maybe Jay-Z. And I don't even like to count Jay-Z and what I'm about to say, because, you know, Jay-Z, for the most part, Jay-Z don't ever have to rap again. You know, mm. he, he's pretty much done. Like we see Jay Z, we see Jay Z come for the occasional feature, like what he did on the DMX album. But I don't see Jay Z ever dropping another full length. He has no reason to. But Word. there's no prominent New York rapper in the game right now. And I feel like in the '80s, the '90s, the early 2000s, New York was only putting on for New York. You know what I mean? Like on New York radio, if it wasn't a New York artist, then you wasn't. Then you wasn't uh you wasn't hearing nothing on the radio. I mean you you was around, you lived it. How yep. many times did you hear a non-New York artist on Hot 97 at the time in the 90s? Very rarely. Very rare. The song had to be like a mega, a mega takeover the country hit in order to in order to get the spins. And even then it was it was subjective to what the DJ wanted to play. You know what I mean? Like even mm-hmm. like I know Funk Flex is a legend, but that nigga is the biggest fucking hater if I if I've ever if I've ever seen one. Like, like, and and I and you know we listen to Flex. Like, if Flex don't like you, he not playing your shit. Yeah. If you and especially like if you if you from to this day, and and it seems like he'll respect you more if you're from New York. The only exception being Nas, because you know. 
he was jock riding Jay Z back in the day. But <laughs> he was. Nah, he was. Bro, this man Flex would would never have played a Nas a Nas joint back back in oh one, oh two, oh three, bro. But um <laughs> nah, man, I just feel like New York, like, you know, and and it's fu- it's funny because I feel like once New York lost their foothold on rap. Then you had I know I know QG not here, but you know his favorite rapper Mims came out, and now all the, <laughs> all these New York all these rappers from New York don't have New York sounds. Mims had an Atlanta sound. Yeah, Pop Smoke. I love Pop Smoke. God rest his soul. But he went and took British drill. He didn't have a New York sound. So right. a lot of a lot of these New York cats who are newer and younger, they don't they they don't they yeah they 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 from Brooklyn, they from Queens, they from the Bronx, but. They don't sound like they they don't sound like that's where they from. I would say the last I would say the last New York rapper that came out that sounded like he was from New York was Joey Badass. Yeah, definitely Joey. Definitely Joey. I mean, there's a kid, um, Rome Streets. He's really good too. But he won't get like the publicity that he needs to be like a prominent artist because he's too street, but he's New York to the soul. Right. And there's like, you know, like like even um even Fabio Foreign. People I, I, I don't listen to, I've only heard him on features. I've never heard his own song. But even he don't sound like he from New York. Yeah, yeah. They all uh kind of have like that drill or uh South Swag. Yeah. Yeah, they either drill or they sound like they from the South. So like I don't, I I just don't. I, and you know what it is? Maybe. And you know what it is? I I've spoken to people and like I've and I've heard recently that like you know and this coming from people from New York too. Like people just don't like boom bap no more. People just don't like that old original New York sound, the gritty sound. You know? Yeah. Like, nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, man. I guess I guess we just showing our age. But nah, man, it's it's. I just feel like I, I feel like like a New York is the hated capital of the world, and B, you know, New York don't even have its own identity no more. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you if you didn't tell me who, who any background on the artist or where he was from and put on one of their records, I wouldn't know. I couldn't tell they was from New York. Even the way that they talk, they dress, they carry themselves. It's not like, like you can't you know you can't tell. Like, granted, a lot of people don't like Troy Ave, even though I, I was a huge Troy Ave fan. People don't like Troy Ave, but you know when you hear a Troy Ave song, there is no doubt in my mind that that homie is from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? So yeah, I get it. Yeah, the swag, the way he carried himself. Say what you want about his music. Yo, I I, I know QG is not a not a Troy Ave fan because you know you bring up Troy Ave, he'll. He'll start talking about that "Duty Duty Doot Doot" song, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 my opinion on that. Go ahead, Rev. What you got next? All right, next on the list, Dr. Dre gets more credit than he deserves. Are you nuts? Nope. <laughs> wait, wait, get, wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean more credit than he deserves? Got a lot of ghost producers, man. Scott Scorch. As uh, Fifty would say, <laughs> "Oh, I hate that guy." But um, <laughs> no, I don't. Ah, oh, this is hard because 
Dre, Dre, I feel like Dre is responsible for so much, right? Because if it's not for Dre, if it's not for Dre, you don't have an Easy E, you don't have an Ice Cube. If it's not for Dre, you don't have a Snoop Dogg, you don't have a Corrupt, you don't have a Daz. Um, Tupac doesn't get his biggest hit of his of his career without 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 Dre. Um, there's no Eminem without Dre. Right. So but, go ahead. And then even so, in the I feel like in the early days there was no ghost production. Like when he did his most monumental work, I feel like there was no ghost production. So, and with the with the with the ruthless stuff, with the NWA stuff, because you know it was. I don't think it was unless you were Eric B. And I'm not trying to hate on New York, but unless you were Eric B. Uh, if you got the credit, that means you produced it. But um, and please don't tell me I'm hating on Eric B. People, but um. But yeah, and then even with the with the death row stuff, with the death row stuff, before Daz started producing, they brought out all these outside people. It was Dre. Yeah, but Dre gets credit for a lot of songs that he hasn't even put his hand on. A lot I, of things that that Daz has done that uh, Dre had got the credit for. That's what I mean too, as far as him getting like credit and um, things that he really don't deserve. Because if he is just overseeing a track and it's not playing no kind of instruments on it. Why is he getting the, the credit for? Like he has all these ghost producers too. There's Chris Taylor who um he uh did a YouTube video talking about it about how he was like behind a lot of uh Dr. Dre's productions. You know, Daz is another one as I mentioned Scott Storch as well. You know, so Riz ain't never had no ghost producers nor did um DJ Premier. And they were responsible for a lot of people's career as well. But some people would hold Dr. Dre over them. And I get that, you know, he's he's definitely delivered hits with Snoop, with Pac and everything. But so is Preem, so is RZA. I just feel like Dre does not deserve to be higher than any of those two. And, you know, one could argue, you know, others as well, like for Q-Tip and guys, you know, more tenured in this industry. But I just feel like Dr. Dre just, I, I just don't like that he has ghost producers. And also, like, another thing is that um, I want to know the last time Dr. Dre has wrote his own rhymes. And people say, oh, yeah, he doesn't have to. He's all successful. But he hasn't been writing his rhymes for a long time. And then let's not talk about detox. Where the fuck is that at? Where all the hype, everything, that was just, like, the biggest bro, blue balls in the history of hip-hop. Bro, that damn album. Tupac will come back before, uh, <laughs> Tupac will come back before we see detox. Yeah, that was a huge letdown, and I'm not letting him off the hook for that ever, because one could say, oh, he's a perfectionist, That's just, I don't care. That's not fair to us, the listener, that's not fair to us, the fan, because, you know, we were expecting this album, they made so much of this album, everyone who was there was a part of it, all these great things, but where is it? That's why, like, you know, everybody's giving this man credit, and he does good, you know, I'm not saying he's you know, he, he's trash or soldier boy or anything like that. But like I said, show me RZA's ghost producer. Show me Primo's ghost producer. Or or even RZA's ghost writer. He's he's not higher than that on, on that list, personally. And them guys. I get you. And you know what? As far as far as as far as far as what am I looking at? What am I looking for here? 
as far as, you know, detox, how many times in rap history have we opened a CD and seen the booklet, especially on No Limit? And then we talked about this when, when Fiend was here. But, um, you know, how many times we see coming soon or coming on this day? Mm-hmm. And then we, we, we're like, yeah, we're going to go get that album. And then, you know, that day comes and they push it back and push it back. And then ultimately it, it's, it's canceled. You know, some of our favorite artists have suffered from that. Or, or the yeah. album was advertised to come out in like 2001. It didn't come out till like 2009. Like Royce the Five Nine is a, is a good example of that. With uh, all, the, all the label politics that he's been through. Lupe's gone through it. So the detox, I mean, well, I guess, you know, Drake controls his own destiny because he is the, the head of Aftermath. But, you know, um, so I get you. I get the frustration there. But, damn, like, no, over more more credit than he should be as a producer. I, yeah. So many iconic songs that that man is, that man is produced. That, that, that one kind of hurt. <laughs> I know I'm making a lot of people mad tonight. No, and again, this is why this is why it's 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 unpopular, unpopular opinions, you know. Yeah. Like, not everybody is is gonna not everybody is gonna agree. Well, I don't think anybody's gonna agree with anything that we uh we saying tonight. But you know, I think that's the that's the beauty of it. But um, sheesh, that's uh, you might you might ruffle some feathers there. <laughs> I already do with that. My uncle um on my wife's side, he's not a fan of me saying that because i say it publicly sometimes on instagram yikes <laughs> well you 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 do be having the most interesting uh ig lives i will i will admit. <laughs> thank you yeah you you can uh at the next you know what at the next boardwalk buds we should get you your own your own uh what is it called we we should get you your own exhibit where you teach people how to roll i think you i think you <laughs> But uh, I got to talk to Chad about that. But uh, anywho, um, oh, and uh, before we forget, well, as we're moving on, uh, don't forget, people, uh, we have entered into a, a partnership with uh, Project Codename Wrestling. That's a it's a new uh, independent wrestling promotion in uh, out of based out of New Jersey. Uh, Rap Lab is sponsoring the first match that's on the card, five way hot start scramble match, and there's about six or seven other matches on that. Uh, you know, and we'll we will definitely have a presence. Uh, we will have a presence uh, at the show, so come check that out. It's in uh, Union, New Jersey. Stay tuned to our social media for it, and uh, the link to purchase tickets to the show will be in the uh, episode description. But um, all right, I guess it's uh, I guess it's I guess it's my turn to to go ahead and uh, give another unpopular opinion. I feel that the I feel like streaming has hurt hip hop culture. Mm. Okay, and I tell, so. you, I tell you why. I miss the I miss the era of if you wanted to hear the song, if you wanted to hear the song, you had to go to the to the record store and buy the record. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I feel like because there are you can go platinum now off of streams. And I guess this is for the entire music industry and not just rap, but I feel like going platinum off of streams, I don't respect that. I, I'd rather you go platinum off of sales. You know what I mean? And when uh, digital yep. first came, when digital first became a thing, you know, all right, you didn't want to buy the CD, you, you could have went on iTunes and purchased it. And they would have gave you a slight discount because, you know, digital will always be a little bit cheaper than the physical. Right. They had gave, gave you a slight discount 
they had to give you a slight discount and you pro- and because you bought it digital they give you like one or two bonus tracks that were iTunes exclusives they would say mm. so so I even respected that because again the consumer still had to buy but now with Apple Music you know you you pay what is it like 9 you pay your 9.99 a month and I don't have nothing against it because um as evidenced in our in our Instagram story you know I'm going to start making playlists and just uploading them to up, uploading them to, to Apple Music because that's one of the I feel like streaming is good for discovering music you may not have heard of without having to break the bank you know you pay mm-hmm. that $9.99 one time and and that's it you know it's you you don't you don't pay anything more so you get yes you get access to all that music for one price but you know I could be the type you know say I don't know what I'm doing or I'm a kid or you know I'm, I'm just somebody who don't care you just go all around, you stream stuff, put something on overnight and put it on repeat and you get like, uh, like what, you sleep for eight hours, so song is like, what, three minutes and some change? You then got like, what, 400 streams, if, if my math is even right. I feel uh, like... They, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say what you were going to say. Yo, Justin Bieber did that. He actually um, was advertising for his fans to do that, to pretty much um keep the song on repeat uh, while they're sleeping, so the song could go to number one. I think that's yeah. Like, I, I don't. I, I, find that, I find that to, I find that to be corny. Yeah, I, that's. I don't think that's cool. Yeah, that's, I, I I find that to be insanely corny. I I missed the day, and me and QG had talked about this on uh, one of the earliest episodes when we when we did our our physical media versus uh, streaming episode. But, you know, there, I, I give respect to, to the artists that, you know, they, they had to wait on sound scan numbers to figure out how well they did. You know, you had to you had to physically sell 500,000 records to even get the lowest accomplishment. And then you had to sell a million to get to go platinum. And some of the greatest albums of all time have gone diamond. You know, I don't think we'll ever see anybody go diamond ever again. I don't, yeah, think nobody, I don't think so. I don't think nobody's going to stream an album or let alone a song 10 million times. But, right. you know, I I personally feel like it, the streaming and the digital era is has cheapened music as a whole. And, you know, again, like, say, yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I get it. Like, artists like Drake, even though when Drake came on the scene, it was at the tail end of when people were still buying CDs. But, you know, I, people like Drake and, Kendrick and and all and all the the people that are current that we love, you know, their 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 a lot of their accolades have been based on digital. And you know, I feel like Jay Z didn't help things when he launched Title. Um, damn, Title's been around for a while. That's like what 2014, 15. Like he yeah. didn't help things with uh with Title because now all of a sudden it created a divide. So like, for example, not everything was in one place when title first came out and he was saying, Oh, well, the artists are going to get rights to their songs. If you were a title exclusive artist, like I know, uh, I forgot. I know Jay-Z and Beyonce were like the first two. And there were a couple of others where, yeah, they were exclusive to title. And then all of a sudden on Apple music, all their music disappeared. I mean, they fixed that now, but, or even like Apple music, like, uh, Dr. Dre, you know, uh, um, the chronic is not on title at all. That's crazy. Yeah, because because Dre has an exclusive deal with Apple since he's like vice president or whatever. So mm. yeah, the Chronic is only on Apple Music. If you have title, you can't listen to the Chronic. So 
I feel and I feel like, you know, doing things like that, you know, it's only hurtful to the consumer because that 10 year old kid who, you know, his his uncle or his father or, you know, his grandfather even was like, yo, this is what we used to listen to when I was your age. And he can't even go on there and find it. You know, like that only that only hurts the, the, the consumer, it hurts the public. It don't do us no favors. Hmm. Or in the case or in the case of De La Soul, which I've I've spoken about till I've almost had heart attacks in the past, you know, like like it doesn't it doesn't do it doesn't do anybody any good. You can't find none of their music on uh other than that last project they released because they funded it on their own independent, but none of their music is up there. And again, that only hurts the people. And that's another thing, like, you know, and I'll say, you know what, matter of fact, I'll save my second point for for my next unpopular opinion. <laughs> Go on. All right, cool, cool. <clears throat> All right, so get back to this list here. Number four. My next unpopular opinion. <laughs> Dinosaur hip hop gets more credit than what it should. <laughs> what wait, what is dinosaur hip hop? <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, wait, it's no, the, wait, like the prehistoric OGs? Yeah, yeah. Those guys are just angry old men. And it seems like they just do not want to pass the torch. And I don't, I, maybe I worded it wrong as far as like getting more credit. I think I um, kind of copied off the Dr. Dre thing. But um, I think they just kind of just pass the torch and move along and not be so bitter. I mean, we did the list with um, Kumo D. And I know you had a lot of things to say about it, and you call them like you know, bitter old man and <laughs> and things like that. But there's a lot more cats just like him, who just like don't want to see, you know, the new crop of MCs make it. And and one could argue that that's us now with the drill rappers or the harmony rappers or whatever it is, the singy song guys who do this now. But I just don't see nothing like mind blowing about the hip hop that. You know, those guys used to do Melly Mel and everything. Yeah, they started it, but it, it was too simple. The lyrics, the melodies, and, and it all kind of almost sounded the same. I love Marley Marr, but like, Marley Marr, but like, you could tell instantaneously, like, oh, it's Marley. Like, as soon as, like, it just, it, it, you know, nobody beats so, the so, biz. So, so, wait. So, so, hold on. Over. So all, yeah. the, all the MC Shan jokes that it made. And now you're saying that the bad music was too simple. See, see, I, MC Shan, I like MC Shan. He's different. Yeah, but Marley Marl produced all his stuff. It was not, okay, but that's two different points. What I'm saying is that it just sounds alike, that there's there's nothing that, like, blows me away about the sound of the beats. But the lyricist, no, he's he's someone I think that's okay. But somebody like Melly Mel and, like, to a point, Curtis Blow, I know he had great delivery, but lyrically, these guys just... They're not witty. They say simple things, and it's just nothing from back then really, really blows my mind. Not even the message. Not even not, none of that. It, it just wow, doesn't so, blow my mind. So y'all heard it here first. If you walk in the Q Borough cuts, you will not hear Grandmaster Flash and the Furious <laughs> Five over the speaker, <laughs> unless uh, DJ Howie T is playing it because he's uh, he's kind of from that era. But as far as like the lyricist. They got so much to say about like the guys that came after them, but I feel like none of them could stand toe to toe on a battle for real. And Kumo D, you know, he is battle tested, but it's not a deep pool of battle tested MCs from there that I would feel like that could stand up to like 
somebody lyrical, say like a most deaf, or of course Talib, or or even like Royce, you know. So, is it fair to say that you find that era of rap boring? I do. I do. You know what? I can't even fault you because those guys were a product of their time. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if we were alive at that at that time period. We probably would think that that shit was hot. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. But it's a parallel because I'm pretty sure you get the kids of today. They probably think that what we grew up listening to is... Bo- well, they do. They, they think it sucks. They do. And we, we've heard the, the little yachties of the world say that he couldn't listen to Biggie for more than five <laughs> minutes. Um, we heard Soldier Boy say that, you know... Illmatic is boring. Uh, yeah, he, Illmatic is boring. So I mean, I, I I I I I get it. I get it. I definitely get it. Like you know, we didn't come. Like what? That's 1979. Mm-hmm. You weren't born yet. I mean, me personally, I could go and listen to that stuff, but I can only listen to it in in doses. Yeah. You know, like I, I it, like if if hip hop was a buffet, that would be the. Uh, the part of the buffet table I take the least amount from. I feel you. But no, I, I get it. And you know what? That may not even be depending on who you you ask. So like you said, you brought up a uh, Howie. Shout out to Howie. Um, you know, you may say that to Howie, he may look at you crazy. But you say that to like me or, well, I don't know about QG because you know he he's he's special. But um, yeah, some people might get offended and some people might actually agree with you. Sure. I try as a historian, though, I try to listen to everything, but. As I said yeah. earlier, certain things certain things are boring. I I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, I, I like a couple joints like Funky Four Plus More. Like you know, I like that's the joint. That's you know, one of my favorite um, tunes from back then. There's a couple of joints that I do like. It's just you not gonna find me for more than thirty minutes listening to it. Straight up, I'm not. Maybe the like towards the thirty, I'm like, nah, all right, get into some like something better. You know what I'm saying? Understood. All right, for my for my fourth uh, unpopular opinion, a lot of people gonna get mad at this next one, but uh, I I've always been the type of person on this show. I say what I mean, and I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. And I feel, with the exception of us here on this show and a handful of others, there are no more true hip hop heads around anymore. What I mean by that is y'all may claim that y'all love rap and y'all live rap and y'all eat, sleep, breathe, and live hip-hop and rap, but y'all really don't. I agree. Like, it ain't about this life for real, for real. I feel like we're, like, the four of us, me, you, T.O., Q.G., we're about this life because even though, like, you may not like West Coast gangster rap and the early rap and I may not be a fan of the conscious rap, when it comes time to have to listen to it, it gets listened to. Yeah. And for those of y'all out there who, who don't know, whenever we pick a topic for this show, if it's if, if the topic is picked well enough in advance, or we got a or we got somebody coming up for an interview, nine times out of ten, we go back and we listen to the music mm-hmm. and talk through the week. And some of us have notes, you know. We do our homework. Yeah. But when you or like even for example, um. Shout out to the homegirl, BB. She be doing her stuff. She's a hip-hop head. She may not 
be she may not go back and listen to the classic stuff like we do, but she's very heavy in the in the independent game. Nice. So there are things that she and that's another aspect of it. There's so many facets of hip hop. There's the mainstream stuff which we cover. There's the indie stuff that she covers. And like you know, then and you go around and you know there are people who who specialize in the underground, and there are people who specialize on talking about production, but. A lot of people out here, they claim to be hip-hop heads, and when you bring up certain things, either they lost, confused, or things that they should know, they don't know. And I feel like, especially the young kids, I think that they take being a quote-unquote hip-hop head. It's misconstrued. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like for you to be a hip-hop head at all, there are certain things that are mandatory that you must know. There are certain songs and certain albums that are mandatory. That you had to have heard. Like, I find it unacceptable for somebody to call themselves a hip hop head, but you haven't heard 36 Chambers, you haven't heard The Chronic, you haven't heard Doggy Style, you haven't heard Illmatic, you haven't heard Ready to Die. Like, I, I feel like calling yourself a hip hop head and not ever hearing those albums is kind of blasphemous. I feel like if you're a hip hop head, and there are certain things that are critically acclaimed and you say you can't listen to it and it's boring. I, f- I feel like, you know, that's that's blasphemy. That's offensive. You know, and a, and a lot of these hip hop heads, they, they, they listen to things, they say things, they do things that just don't align with the culture. Word. And I, and I, and I really feel like, you know, people use the term I'm a hip hop head too loosely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too comfortably. Like every so because by by their standards, everybody in their moms is a hip hop head now. Yeah. You 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 fucking you you fucking streamed you fucking streamed the, the goddamn uh NBA Youngboy album and now you're a hip hop head. Oh really. And then the other thing, and then we brought this up on, on the episode a couple of weeks ago when we talked about I know you weren't here for it, but when we talked about uh when we thought hip hop died. And I just, like I said, people call themselves hip hop heads. You know, some people they 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 they've been born and raised in the Bronx their whole life, never heard a big pun record. Like, how is that possible? You're from that area. There is a mural of the man next door to the bodega you shop at. Like, how is that possible? Like, it's just like I, I tell you, in my neighborhood, there's a mural of Biggie. There's a mural of Biggie out here where I'm at. Do you, do you, like, everybody out, well, not everybody, but, you know, like, even, you certain things you don't even have to be a hip-hop head to know. Like, my mom, for example, my mom don't listen to rap, but when she sees Method Man come on her screen, she damn sure knows who he is. My mom don't listen to rap, and I, I, we'll get into a story, right, real quick. Mm-hmm. My, my mom, right, she don't listen to rap at all, but she sat down and watched the Super Bowl with me, and she knew by face Every last person that performed on that on that uh on that halftime show. Even though that's not kind of difficult because you know if you if you watch Power, you you know 50 Cent. You'd have to live under a rock not to know who Dr. Dre is with the headphones and such, but you right. but you get what I'm saying though. So yeah, imagine so, so somebody who's not in the culture knows these people. So if you claim to because when you're when you say you're a hip-hop head. That means you're submerged, you're immersed in the culture, you're deep in it. You claim to have a knowledge that somebody who's not in the in the culture or somebody who's ca- who is a casual, a casual fan or a listener 
wouldn't know. Like, I, I would say, honestly, the four of us, me, you, QGTO, our knowledge of the music is, like, a casual person is not going to be able to keep up with. That's why when we started this podcast, the original goal was to educate people, which I think we educate people every episode. But, yeah, you know, like, you can't portray to, to be an expert or to be deep in the know, and you don't know nothing at all. Like, even, uh, even, uh, even our guy, Ralph, when we, uh, shout outs to Ralph and, uh, LDM Network and, uh, and Raw and Ready, uh, when we did that interview appearance, like, you know, Ralph, Ralph don't know nothing past this, Ralph, Ralph knows a lot of, uh, of, of the, of the old school stuff, because, you know, if you go back and check that interview, it's still on Facebook, on our Facebook page, and the link is on our Instagram, but, um, you know, that conversation, he was able to talk about Method Man, he was able to talk about 80s and 90s rap, you know? And he don't portray to be a, a, a hip hop head neither. And he was and he's and he was able to talk about a little bit of the current stuff. So, you know, when when you're when when you portray to be a uh, deep in the culture and you can't speak to anything or speak to certain things, I feel like you're a fraud. And as we know, since the beginning of time of hip hop, you know, fakes and frauds have, have, have been a have been a thing. But. That that's my that's my little rant. I wish Tio was here to do the sound effect, but sorry for going off on a tangent. But stuff like that kills her. Shit, no, I get it. But yeah, man. Uh, all right, Rev. What's your what's your last opinion for the night? What what we got on tap? All right, battle rap ain't battle rap no more. Everybody Mm. rehearses. So. So to, to allude to, you know, something we're going to talk about in the future as far as like uh, freestyle and stuff like that. When I came up, it was imperative for you to know how to rhyme off the top of the head and to be battle tested and ready on the spot. I used to have dudes coming up to me just randomly just kicking rhymes at me because they knew that I rapped. If I froze or if I didn't say anything in response like hard hitting or good. That is a hard L. I don't understand how there's not categories of 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 battle rapping now. And you know, not to take anything away from like battle rap itself, it, it's it's dope. I know uh, a couple of my homies who who really love battle rap, and you know they have pay per views, and I know QG's one of them. But there there should be a category or something where you just go straight off the top. And you just like how it used to be like a 106 in Park or or, you know, that's honestly the most mainstream thing I could think about because they used to go off the top because they would, uh, you know, see the competitor that day, you know, not really have much background on them unless you're a defending champ. And they'd have to just pretty much just gig on the outfit, they sneakers, the way they look, you know, some small little racial things may come come up like, you know, Jin MC, like, you know, he's Asian. So people would like make jokes about that and stuff and. You know, I know it's a different climate now and people are more sensitive, but I miss that. I miss, like, just the, the off the top, the, oh, you could tell that he didn't practice that. You know, now these dudes are, like, spinning verses, the crowd goes crazy, and then they say the same four bars or the same eight bars that they just said and said it again. And, you know, and they've done better now with Battle Rap because what I hated about Battle Rap and why I refused to watch it before is the crowd. Because, you know, they they spent a lot of energy and a lot of audio trying to silence the crowd. And I get, like, when someone says something high, you go, ooh. But some people, like, 
just shouldn't even be in the building or be nowhere near the stage because you're taking away from the art of the MC. You're taking away from the performance because this is basically what battle rap is now. It's a performance. It's just rehearsed verses towards each other. You got a whole month and a half or whatever it is to practice in the mirror and go over your rhymes and, you know. So I just I just wish that that battle rap just kind of either had like a category or or you could just do it just the way it used to be because to me that's just, it's just a little more genuine. I mean, I like the performance aspect of it. You know, it, it kind of brings like a, a big fight feel depending on who um, the two battle rappers are. But they need to do a round or something where they they just go straight off the top. Because when I came up to me, that that's battling, that's freestyling is coming off the top of the head. No practice, no preparation. You may say like uh, uh, four uh, uh, two bars that you might have written, but everything else was was just straight off the top. Understood. And and being as somebody who and you know I I, I when when Mac from No Limit uh, dropped by, I had told him this in uh in our interview. But I used to be in the circles in in high school rapping, and part of the way they used to check you to see if you was really on your rapping shit, somebody would randomly just come up to you and be like, "Yo, let me hear a 16. And you know, and, and I know we're gonna talk about this at length in an episode down the line, but you know, um. If you, if somebody said, "Let me hear a 16, and either A, you had nothing to to rap, or or B, you spit something that somebody heard heard you spit already, you know that that kind of made you look bad. So I get, and I feel like, and like what you said, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, a lot of these guys, they, a lot of these guys, they're um, they're they're spitting rehearsed stuff, you know. I feel. Like it's like sometimes I hear these 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 freestyles and or or these battle raps and and it sounds like it sounds like something that they stood up in the mirror and and practiced twenty times yeah to get it so I I I agree with you on that I agree with you on that uh my my last point may ruffle some feathers some people may agree you know. But I, I personally feel we got the best fucking hip hop podcast to ever exist. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shit. Like, listen, if 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 you if you're not a fan of Rap Lab or you don't want to listen to Rap Lab, I feel like you're real stupid because uh, we be we, we we yeah we've had our issues through the years. I, mean, I I get it. If you go in the archive. And you look at the runtime of some of these episodes. Some of them are two hours. Some of them are three and a half. Shout out to Melina. I love you, Melina. But you know that that, that the woman's special that we did. You know that was like a four hour marathon. Mm. But uh, still good, nonetheless. I just had to split it up into into sessions. But you know, like we we got a good thing going. And you know, for those of y'all who don't subscribe to the YouTube, don't want to share nothing. You know, don't want to listen because we not. We not we not uh we not DJ EFN and Nori or you know we not Joe Budden or we not Rory and Mal or any of those people you know that's it's kind of messed up because I think I think uh, we wouldn't have been around as long as we have and wouldn't have these followings in all these different countries we do if you know if we we wasn't if we wasn't on point so yeah that's 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 my last opinion it may be popular it may be unpopular but. Nobody got a better hip hop podcast than us. And that nah, word is 
Word is bond. That's that's facts, man. Yes, sir. But but yeah, so we we come to the to the end of our our little discussion here. And uh, if if you out there agree disagree with us, DM us on on Instagram at Rap Lab Pod. Email us raplabpod at gmail You know, or you know, you can DM you can DM Rev. You can hit me up. Our, our Instagrams are, are down below in the episode description. But yeah. I'm I'm curious to think what y'all think about our unpopular opinions, or even if you got one of your own. And don't don't forget to check that project code name Wrestling Union New Jersey March 5th. We'll have it in our we'll have it in our our description and in our IG as well. So we'll get that info to you. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch y'all. Same place, same channels, same 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 everything. All right.